Welcome to The Top, the podcast that provides you with what you need to succeed in the real estate world. Brought to you by the Collin County Association of Realtors. Here comes the man who has toured Joint Chiefs of Staff, launched nuclear missiles, and reported to Ross Perot, CCAR's 2020 President David Long, and communications extraordinaire, Jonna Fernandez, CCAR Chief Operating Officer. Hey, David. Hey, Jonna. Welcome to the top. I'm happy to be here. So, David, when you meet with a potential seller, do you have a typical listing presentation format that you like to follow? Yes, I do. Would you say there's a few frequently asked questions that you prepare to field? Yeah. One of the ones I always ask is, what's my house worth? What can it sell for? I figured that that was probably one of the questions that your clients would ask the most. And today we're going to tackle one other that certainly all agents need to be prepared to answer. And that's why online resources available to the public are not always right. Yes. And this will be a great episode for real estate agents to share with curious clients. It is important to know what the limitations of online data are. And the fact that Texas is a non-disclosure state means that real estate agents and appraisers are the only ones that have up-to-date, accurate information on sold prices. David, that's a really great point. And, you know, we are all guilty of being an armchair expert from time to time. But when it comes to the sale or purchase of our home, which is one of our most valuable assets, having the best and most accurate resources is always wise. So true. But who is joining us today? So today we are joined by Mike Barnett, and Mike serves as the Executive Vice President for Texas Realtors. Mike, can you share with our listeners about how your role at Texas Realtors intersects with market data? Absolutely. Thank you. That's a, it's a great question. I'm going to speak more, more generally before I get specifically to my role. And, and, you know, obviously market data is important to anybody that, you know, that works in the, in the industry, whether you're a practitioner, you're a realtor you know, an affiliate or a member of, a, of an association staff. And so, you know, it's obviously super important to know what's going on, have a have a pulse and a, and a feel for what's going on in markets across the state to know what uh, what our members are dealing with. But uh, me, me specifically, it's, it's important to my role from a number of angles. And, and one, there's the there's the data piece of it uh, and, the, and the budgetary piece of it. So as executive vice president, my, my jurisdiction uh, within the uh, association includes the budget. So obviously... The market's performance and the health of the market and forecasting what's going to happen in the market is important to us to know from a budgeting standpoint of what those membership numbers might look like in the future. Obviously, market performance has uh, an impact on the, on the number of members that either stay in the association or, or join the association uh, moving forward. And so that's, that's one, one piece of it, but more important. And, and that's a, that's a small piece of it. You know, the, the finances are obviously very important, but you know, what, what's more important to us is from the member service team. We, we think about it being market data, uh, but it's so much more than just a, uh, a data project or a project that we, you know, send down to the IT department. Uh, it's really about member services and making sure that, that we as a state association are serving both our members and local associations with uh, services and tools and resources that add value and relevance to the project. And for a long time, we've had a uh, what we call the quarterly housing uh, report, and we had, uh, have a longstanding relationship with the Real Estate Center at Texas A&M who had helped with compiling, not, other, not only gathering market data from across the, all the MLSs in Texas, but also, you know, turning that into uh, actionable and uh, reportable market statistics and that had been done, you know, on, on a quarterly basis historically. Probably about five, maybe six, six or so years ago, the leadership team 
determined and, and kind of gave us the challenge to step that up a little bit and make it more more often improve the improve the quality of the data improve see how we could take it to a, a more modern product and that's really what led to first developing infographics uh, for local associations to use and then ultimately uh, to the market year dashboard that we that we have today which we can get into a little bit about uh, how it's so much more so, so much different than just uh, uh, surveying uh, MLSs on what their what their market activity is at a, at a given point in time so really to me uh, it's about you know my role in ensuring that we're out there providing member services to to enhance the value and, and the relevance of the of the association and the, and the markets that we have. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, Market Viewer, the market data tool. And one of the things I like about it is the ways you can slice and dice the data. For example, a while back, for our supported candidates at the state level, political candidates at the state level, mm-hmm. I produced the housing report or the real estate report for each of their districts and emailed that out to them. The other thing I can do is a uh, couple seller I have and then uh, a buyer I was calling upon, I could produce a report, a very nice report, just on their uh, zip code. Yeah. So I could, I could David, that's, that, those are, yeah, those, and those are great, great points. I'm glad you brought that up because that goes back to the, to the value and the relevance of, of so much more than just a, a large area report on a quarterly basis, but like you said, there are only there are o- over sixty six hundred different geographies in, in Market View, anywhere from the state level down to, in some cases, city council levels. And that you mentioned the legislative districts, which some of those geographies include your congressional districts and your Texas House districts and your Texas Senate districts. And like I said, down even into either county commissioner levels or city council levels, and that plays over into our advocacy efforts as well. And, and so it's so much more than just a, like I said, a, a data project. Because if you're a, if you're a legislator or a city council member, while you're super interested in what's going on on the bigger level, the health of the state or the city or the or the county, whatever it may be. But what really you want to hear about is what's happening in, in your district and, and giving members like you the ability to have those intelligent conversations with office holders to look at what those impacts are and what's going on in the trajectory of the market in their particular uh, council districts or, or legislative districts is, is, is powerful and really plays into the advocacy role that we have as realtors. Yeah, in uh, in mid-January, I have a sort of a Zoom interview with uh, for the city of Plano for any residents that want to sign in. And um, one of the things they want to know about is, of course, how real estate is doing in Plano, price level and by zip code. And quite a few of the Plano City zip codes are in there. So I'm going to produce data for them, pretty much up-to-date data for, you know, on all those different breakouts. And you're using it just the way it's intended to be used is to be able to to bring that intelligence at the local level, hyper-local level in, in some cases. We get a lot of a lot of feedback uh, from from our members on the on Market Viewer, and what we probably get the absolute most feedback on is uh, at the neighborhood level. So real estate is local. You know that as a as a realtor that real estate is local, and that's that's the power of being able to really break it down to these kind of granular areas, and, and even down to the to the neighborhood level, and, and, and know what's going on in your own your own neck of the woods as a as a consumer is certainly powerful as well. So, Mike, the public does not have access to Market Viewer. Is that correct? Through us, the public does not. This is a, a, a realtor uh, benefit that, that uh, from the state level. But going back into the, the philosophy that we took as we started this project years ago was really that 
the data is at the local level. We have a partnership with every every local association, every MLS in the state to be able to provide access to, to aggregate market data, uh, the MLS data from across the state. Our agreement in turn is that that we return a resource that the local associations and members at the local level have access to to get that out to consumers in a way that works for your markets the best. That was the agreement going into it, and will always be the agreement. We we do produce a publicly available quarterly report as as we always have, but uh, the the Market Viewer tool and the infographics that can be prepared through Market Viewer are resources that are left to the local associations and realtors to determine how it gets out to your your spheres of influence and your your communities. So they rely heavily on the resources they have available to them, and I don't fault them for that. You know, I'd do my own research if I were going to sell my house or buy a house. Absolutely. Now, sometimes, you know, when a consumer goes out there and and looks for this information, sometimes the resources that they use uh, may be inaccurate or unable to provide the full picture of the market. Um, Mike, what would you say are some of the downfalls of some of the other online tools that are available to consumers when you're looking at the data that's available? Sure, sure, absolutely. And you've got to think about where the, where the data is coming from. And we're in a we're in a data world. Uh, everyone wants to have a data resource out there, but you really have to think about from a consumer standpoint, and certainly from a from a realtor standpoint, of where that data is coming from. Is it directly from real and and live MLS data, or is it stale step snapshots, or is it uh, or is it from public record? You know, there are, there are a lot of different places to be able to uh, compile real estate data from, but if if you're wanting data that is current and up to date, then there's really you know only one resource to, to get it from. And you all know that that's uh, from uh, from realtors and from the MLS, and that's what's unique and 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 valuable about Market Viewers that relationship that we have with every MLS uh, across the state. We're getting every piece of real estate you know, listing data from from the MLS as it's going on in the state of Texas. And what that allows us to do is that for any any given area, you know, a listing could be, uh, you know, uh, David, if you've, got, if you've got a listing, you could put it in your MLS, you could put it in uh, a number of different MLSs across the state. And if, uh, you know, and if you're, or let's say, let's take a little bit different example. Somebody lists a, lists a house in, in Plano, but they're not a member here locally. They, they're, a, they're a realtor in some other market and they listed in, uh, you know, uh, you know the, the Paris uh, MLS, but it, it is not. It's not necessarily in, in in your MLS. Market viewer has access to that. Knows that that listing in Plano is there. Uh, whereas if you're just running a uh, a report from from any any given local local MLS, you may be list, missing some of that. So it's the comprehensiveness of of being able to aggregate every piece of MLS data across the state. The ability to deduplicate where there are listings in, in multiple MLSs or even uh, multiple listings in the, in the same MLS, uh, MLS uh, being able to, to deduplicate that data, to be able to take those multiple, integrate those multiple uh, resources, the data hygiene that, uh, that that goes into producing a good set of data in uh, looking at whether it's errors in, in input that, uh, that may not get picked up in, in MLS or other types of entry lag issues and those types of things. It's, it's the comprehensiveness and then the, the hygiene and the processes that go through to make sure that that, that is the very, very best that it, that it can be. And there are good resources out there, but just that level of confidence that you can have when you're using Market Viewer, that all those processes, you're, you're getting it from directly from the source in, in real time. 
and that it's, that it's gone through a, a number of different processes to make sure that it's accurate and, and uh, the very best that it can be. One of our um, sort of one of our challenges in dealing with our clients is um, educating them. Since Texas is a non-disclosure state, educating them on the accuracy of the data that is coming directly from the MLS in the tools that we as agents have access to, you know, that data has been scrubbed, it's been cleaned, and uh, it's up to date. As I've said in in another interview, uh, the agents are the boots on the ground. We're the ones that are out there measuring the rooms, photographing the houses, and, and so on. Well, that's, that's where the knowledge and expertise of a realtor comes into play. And, you know, I always, I always say that uh, this, talking specifically about market viewer, uh, is, is really that this is a communications tool. It's not a definitive data, um, you know, or it's certainly not a property-specific uh, tool for consumers to use, but it's really a conversation starter. The, it's the ability to, to communicate generally what's going on in the market so that at that point, the consumer and the, and the realtor, the client and the realtor, can have that conversation specifically about their property and, 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 the, and the knowledge and the intelligence that, that a realtor who's on the ground brings to that conversation is really where the value is. And so whether it's market statistics that come from market viewer or any, any other place, that should never be relied on specifically uh, for, a, for anyone to have all the tools and all the knowledge they need to, to conduct a transaction. It's really that, that opening conversation between a, a, a realtor and a, and a consumer. Kind of getting more at what you were saying, Mike. So if you have a home buyer out there and they're really curious about their home value or the price of homes in certain areas, what are some of the steps that you advise them to do to find out more information? Really, there's only one step, and that's talk to a realtor. And, and like you alluded to, David, you know, consumers will certainly use the technology resources that are that are available to them, and they should. They should. They should be uh, knowledgeable. Bring bring a certain amount of knowledge to the table, even before they before they talk to a realtor. I, I can't remember what the statistic is right now, but something like 85 to 90 percent of of consumers have already done an online research process before they even get to a realtor. And that's great. I come into the Come into it knowledgeable. Come in knowing what you what you like and what you want, and and, and certainly with a uh, with a concept of, of pricing expectations and those sort of things. But it, but that's just where it begins. And and David, you're really the one to talk about this even even more than me. But uh, you know uh, the the knowledge and the resources that the that the realtor brings to the table and the, and the level of service that the that the that the realtor brings to the transaction uh, is really is really the value that the consumers really need going into this to make sure that they're not only knowledgeable on from a pricing standpoint or, or other marketing standpoints, but also to make sure that they're that they're protected in the process and they're advocated for in the process. And so John, certainly the online piece of it is a typical first step in the in the process and one that uh, one that's important. And we want to make sure that, that there's good data out there whether that be delivered by local associations or realtors themselves to give uh, give consumers an idea of what's going on in, in their marketplaces, but but certainly that uh, that important next step is is find a develop a relationship with a realtor. Because there's any new features or updates that are coming in Market Viewer that we should uh, be looking forward to. Sure, we're always you know this is a this is a member driven tool. We're always open and want to hear feedback on. How members are using it, how local associations are using it, and, and what's missing. What uh, what would make it more 
valuable and relevant. It's a it's a major undertaking. The project is, and, and it's only worth doing it if it's if if there's value to you as a member and, and John you as a as a local association uh, in in the tool. One thing that uh, even has even this week uh, or, or late last week came to me is that is that it's not a it's not a great interface if you're using it on a mobile phone. It it works well on a desktop. It works well on a on an iPad. But if you're out in the field and you want to grab some statistics off of your phone real quick, that that it's not really a super friendly, uh, super friendly feature. And so that's that's one thing that that I want to focus on here in the next certain, maybe even this this quarter, is trying to roll out a uh, a phone friendly. It certainly won't won't look like the the dashboard that you see on on Market Viewer because of the interface. But uh, but that's something that that we understand is important to be able to have quick access and, and easy access on a on a mobile device. And so we're always always getting that feedback. You know, we, we get calls all the time of, "Hey, this neighborhood isn't showing up in, in Market Viewer. Can you add it?" And that's a process to, to go through. And sometimes we don't have access to what the actual shape of that that neighborhood is. And we'll actually work with uh, realtors at the local level to agree upon what the boundaries of a particular neighborhood are, so that we can get that in there. If we have members that are asking for neighborhoods, that means there's an interest in there, and, and that we need to we need to have it covered. And so we'll we'll likely be rolling out new neighborhoods here in the next year you know, as as we get those requests. It takes about a takes about a month before they get rolled in and, and integrated. But like I said, we're we're always looking for. Ideas and suggestions. You know, I've always got to brag on, on on Collin County because there's a dashboard within Market Viewer called Market Snapshot, and that was really came from Collin County Association of Realtors requesting you know certain formatting and certain content to be available. And I actually, it, it's actually my favorite report on there because it's the only one that includes year-to-date statistics. And you know, why is that? I, I think 2020 illustrates the importance of having. Uh, year-to-date data in front of you as well. You know, you take take September alone. If you look at September as a month and compare it to September 2019, uh, you know, sales are up 27.6%. Well, that's great for September, but, uh, you know, if you look at year-to-date, it's 5.2. So that's really, you know, 5.2% over uh, 20, where we were this time in 2019. And that's really really important because it adds adds a lot of context. And you know, let's let's rewind a few months to when we're in the throes of the initial shutdown, and when that really all culminated in an impact on the market was in the in the May market statistics. And you know, while the headlines were you know at a statewide level, we were sales were down twenty five point two percent May over May. The bigger conversation was, yeah, that's true, but we're a couple months into a global pandemic, our market uh, in Texas year to date was only down six point five percent. So you can you can kind of see how powerful bringing in that context is of the year to date statistics. Is you know it's, it's something that we didn't we didn't have developed at the time. Uh, Collin County brought it to us and said, "Hey, we want to we want a report that includes year to date statistics. It's important. It's something that that you've all you had always been." Reporting to your members and what it resulted in is probably my favorite my favorite report that we have there on on uh, on market year. So we we appreciate that very much. And anytime we get that kind of feedback and suggestion and and uh, uh, request for some different type of format, we're always open to looking at it and, and making the project better. Yeah, John and her team are the ones that interface with uh, a local news media up here, and uh, they use market data or market viewer extensively uh, for those 
Absolutely. And Mike, we just really appreciate you and Texas Realtors working with us back in the creation of that because we use that information all the time. So thank you so much for your willingness to do that. Oh, absolutely. No. Anything that makes the, the product more more valuable to uh, to local associations and to members, we're, we're, we're ready to jump on it. Thanks a lot, Mike. Oh, absolutely. It's been great hearing about Mark and Viewer from the source, so to speak. And uh, the interface I know that you guys have with uh, Texas A&M and working together. So this is, uh, you know, the kind of data that we need and the kind of data that we can provide to our clients. And for those listening, thanks for hanging out with us. Be sure to subscribe to Welcome to the Top wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. If you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss on an upcoming podcast, we want to hear it. Be sure you email us at ask at welcometothetop.com and listen to hear it covered. We can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And until next time, don't forget to call before showing. Special thanks to our hosts, Jonna Fernandez and David Long. Our audio engineer, Garrett Holton. Outreach and guest relations manager, Kendall Crawford. Podcast administrator, Sean Offsall. And producer, Bree Westbury. Tune in next time and don't forget to enjoy your journey to the top. The statements by speakers in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views or position of the Collin County Association of Realtors, its leadership, or its members. This podcast is not intended to give legal, financial, medical, or other advice, but simply to provide information as a springboard to further discussion and investigation.